The first reading for the Wednesday of Laetare is from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, the 36th chapter. And I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God, when I am hallowed in you before their eyes. For I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. O Lord, have mercy upon us. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the ninth chapter. Now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. And his disciples asked asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God should be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Therefore the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is not this he who sat and begged? Some said, This is he. Others said, He is like him. He said, I am he. Therefore they said to him, How were your eyes opened? He answered and said, A man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and I received sight. Then they said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought him who formerly was blind to the Pharisees. Now it was a Sabbath when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also asked him again how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put clay on my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Therefore some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, because he does not keep the Sabbath. Others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? And there was a division among them. They said to the blind man again, What do you say about him, because he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. But the Jews did not believe concerning him that he had been blind and received his sight, until they called the parents of him who had received his sight, 
And they asked them, saying, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But by what means he now sees, we do not know, or who opened his eyes, we do not know. He is of age, ask him. He will speak for himself. His parents said these things because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had agreed already that if anyone confessed that he was the Christ, he would be put out of the synagogue. Therefore his parents said, He is of age, ask him. So they again called the man who was blind and said to him, Give God the glory. We know that this man is a sinner. He answered and said, Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I know, that though I was blind, now I see. Then they said to him again, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you also want to become his disciples? Then they reviled him and said, You are his disciple, but we are Moses' disciples. We know that God spoke to Moses. As for this fellow, we do not know where he is from. The man answered and said to them, Why, this is a marvelous thing, that you do not know where he is from, yet he has opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Then they answered and said to him, You were completely born in sins, and are you teaching us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and when he had found him, he said to him, Do you believe in the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and it is he who is talking with you. Then he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. O Lord, have mercy upon us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Interesting, is it not, how the Pharisees and scribes make a demand out of the invitation of God. Give God the glory. Who else but God is worthy of glory? Therefore the faithful offer him the glory, not as law, and not as in submission to a demand, but out of faithful love, esteem, and honor. The Pharisees would make God a God of the law, which is a God of the dead. They make an idol out of God, for they create a graven image of him with their teachings that does not represent the truth. How can you tell this? Because Jesus is the truth, 
and they revile him. So much do they revile him that they revile even the most meager of his disciples. God offers grace to the blind, beggarly Bartimaeus, for which Bartimaeus does glorify God. Man offers conditions. Glorify God or else, and we determine who is God. Interesting, is it not? How the Pharisees make a demand out of the invitation of God and in so doing change who God is. They do not believe in Jesus, and therefore Jesus is not God. Glorify God, not Jesus. But this religious authoritarianism did not end with the Pharisees. Glorify Caesar, not Jesus, or else. Glorify the Bishop of Rome, not Caesar, not Jesus, or else. Glorify Henry VIII, not Jesus, or else. Glorify Stalin, not Jesus, or else. Glorify Allah, not Jesus, or else. Glorify your fellow man and their pronouns, not Jesus, or else. God's nature demands glory, but he does not make demands. Man's nature demands no glory, yet he believes himself important enough to make demands. Since the world began, it has been unheard of that anyone opened the eyes of one who was born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Until Caesar the Bishop of Rome, Henry VIII, Stalin, Allah, or any of your fellow man can do the things of God, they do not deserve the glory and should not receive it, especially if their glory is to the, de to the detriment of God. But there is a price to pay for such faithfulness. From your fellow man it is exclusion and the brands of racist, bigot, homophobe, transphobe, and whatever other arbitrary word salads they choose to assemble. From Allah, Stalin, Henry VIII, the Bishop of Rome, and Caesar, it is violence, gulags, bullets, gas, beheadings, flames, and beasts. From the Pharisees, it was the exile of excommunication. The faithful, in one way or another, are always exiled from society in one form of excommunication or another. Blind Bartimaeus's excommunication should have been an eye-opening moment for the Pharisees, causing them to realize the significance of what had just happened. Of course, it is for the church which is why St. John recorded it. But it was not for the Pharisees. The simple logic of the simpleton proves too much for the world. The man healed the blind, he must be God. There is no God but God, 
God alone dictates the rules of his church. A man is a man, and a woman is a woman. Simple, really. But the world has a different God, and the simpletons are judged harshly by it, especially in light of their simple logic. You are the blind leading the blind, leading the blind, leading the blind, all the way back to Bartimaeus. Only none of you is blind anymore, because Christ has healed you and opened your eyes. You are but a long string of outcasts, holding hands through time and space, as you all together leave behind your places of exile and follow your Lord. Oh, he has given you your sight, but there is so much more he has for you. He has new hearts to give, new spirits, new bodies, new members, and he will even cleanse you. The eyes are just the beginning. And what does he demand of you? Nothing but that you let him love you. Quite reasonable, really. Nevertheless, what will you give him? Glory, for he is God and none other. Give God the glory, they say, and you do, and you will, at whatever cost. Because the kingdom into which he welcomes you is far greater than any you might leave behind, or from which you may be excommunicated like your father Bartimaeus. This man is God. This man is the Christ. Without God, Jesus can do nothing. But without Jesus, you can do nothing either. It is good for you all that he is God. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Amen. <laughs> 